Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of the Coached by Holes podcast, a podcast that I hope will help you to live healthier and happier while still enjoying a fun-filled life. Episode six, the first of 2024. Happy New Year, guys. Um, a little late to the party, I know, but this week has been super busy setting goals with OG clients and then getting new clients set up ready to smash 2024. So although busy, very fun and very exciting. But I suppose it's better late than never. So here we are. And just because it isn't the 1st of January doesn't mean this work can't still be done. I think it's a limiting belief that we tend to put on ourselves and we use it as an excuse, sort of like the wait till Monday mentality. Oh, I'll just wait till Monday to start. I can't start now. It's the 6th of January. What's the point? There's always a point. (laughs) You can do the work anytime. You can start anytime. Time is going to pass by regardless. So regardlessly. Regardless, regardless. So we might as well make good use of that time, whether it's starting your fat loss journey, whether it's working on your health, whether that's setting goals for the year, anything. Um, and just a little shout out to Ryan. He bought me a new podcast mic for Christmas, which I needed. Um, I think I mentioned on the podcast, the last one of the year, uh, that my quality wasn't great. Um, so because I only just had a little mic that I use for Instagram videos, but I didn't want to let that stop me from starting the podcast. And I didn't, and we're six episodes in. But hopefully this sixth episode will be a little bit better quality for you. So today's episode is going to be a bit of a mix match episode with some different tips, help, and advice for January. So first of all. I really hope you haven't done this already. So you do not have to eat all of your leftover Christmas food and chocolates to get it out of the house. You can still have and enjoy these foods, whatever your goal is, including fat loss goals. So instead of eating them all at once, or even worse, throwing them all away, God forbid, what a waste of good food. Trust yourself that you can have these foods in your house and not eat them all at once. You have to be really careful about the story you tell yourself here. Because if you sit there and tell yourself, I will inhale all those chocolates in the cupboards if they're there, so I need to get rid of them. Then more than likely you will. The only way you can build trust in yourself to have these foods in the house is by actually doing it. So you could maybe make a plan for the week. Choose two or three days that you're going to have a few chocolates or a few slices of the chocolate orange or a handful of the leftover crisps. Whatever it is that you want, make a plan and just have those foods then and enjoy them. Or better yet, just have them in the cupboard out of sight. And then if one day you think, oh, fancy a little bit of chocolate. Perfect. There you go. Head to the cupboard choose a few things, sit down and enjoy them. The chocolate isn't going anywhere. It's going to stay there and you can have it and you can choose to have it when you want, if you want. 
and build the trust up in yourself that you can have the foods in the house. New Year's resolutions. Do I like the idea of New Year's resolutions and this whole New Year, new me? No. What I do like, though, is the idea of in the new year being me, being the best version of me, or working on me for me. Well, that was a lot of me's in that sentence. Um, And then making it more about small habit changes that align with your values that can have a huge impact rather than setting one resolution that you plucked out of nowhere because you saw it on socials that doesn't align with your values. You don't have to set goals this year for the new year, but they do give you direction and focus. So if you are setting some goals for the year, the journey to the goal is most important. And the goal has to align with your values or you simply won't stick to it. So your values are the things that you value most in life. So if you aren't sure what your values are, it's important to work that out and you can then set goals that align with your values. Um, I actually have a document that I have sent to clients, all my clients have worked out their values. If you would like to retrieve that to work out yours, drop me a message. Um, It's basically just a list of all the potential values and then you choose your top three. Um, And it's just important to note that your values can and will change throughout life. So say right now your values are health, family and career. Perfect. January is a good time to have health at the top just to get swept up in the momentum of everything. So you're focusing on your health for January, but then maybe in February you've got a big month at work, you've got some exams coming up that you need to study for. So then your career actually overtakes health and you spend a little bit more time on your career and health gets put on the back burner for a little bit. Not completely, obviously you still need to do little things to work on your health, but career has taken the lead there. Absolutely fine. And then maybe the next month you have some family things that are going on. So then that takes the top spot and you put a little bit more of your focus onto family. Then the same can be throughout life. So right now my values are health, family and career, what what I just said basically. But maybe in a few years time I might choose to have children. So then my career might take a little bit of a hit. And then my another one of my biggest values is my children. So you see what I mean there? Values can swap and change. They aren't fixed. So example, say you value happiness, but right now you feel that life is stressful and overwhelming. So the end goal of happiness seems a little bit unachievable right now. What little steps can you take to achieve that? Gratitude. Practicing gratitude daily will help you to live a happier, more fulfilled life. It might feel like nothing's working, nothing's happening when you say it on a daily basis, but the more you do it, if you do it every day, the benefit of that will start to seep into your life. So say every morning you wake up and you're brushing your teeth, can you stand there and name something or someone you are grateful for right now? You could maybe buy a little notebook have it beside your bed and then every night before you go to sleep 
instead of just scrolling aimlessly on Instagram and social media, you could maybe write down one thing that went well today um, and then maybe write down one thing that you could do better tomorrow, maybe be that 1% better for the next day. One thing you are grateful for your body for and then maybe two or three things that you are grateful for in life right now and focus on the things you are grateful for and the things you have rather than the things you don't have. So if you find you go on social media and compare yourself or your life to others, unfollow those people. If it's someone that you know and you can't really unfollow them, mute the posts so you don't see them. If you find you scroll on social media and you start thinking about the things that you don't have and comparing the things you have to someone else's, come away from social media, be present in your own life, take a look around, be grateful for everything that you have. Another example could be that you value health. So you set a goal for losing two stone to improve your health and increase longevity. So longevity is how long you live for in a healthy physical and mental state. So obviously we want to increase longevity where possible, but the thought of losing two stone can be quite daunting, thinking it's going to take such a long time. I'm not sure what to do. There's so much conflicting evidence online. I wouldn't even say evidence, just conflicting ideas or opinions. online and you get overwhelmed and you don't even give it a go this is where it's so important to break the goal down into little steps into little habit changes that will have a huge positive impact so set achievable goals we know that your step count and daily movement is important for health and for a fat loss goal so can you start small aim to hit 5,000 steps a day Once you're comfortable doing that, increase that to 6,000. Once you're comfortable doing that, increase to 7,000. Start small and build. With your nutrition, can you just set yourself a goal of sticking to three meals a day with no snacking in the evening? Or maybe can you incorporate five different fruit and vegetables into your meals every day? And yes, frozen is fine. It doesn't have to be complicated and it doesn't have to be perfect. And actually, striving for perfection only really sets you up to fail. Because the second you come, quote unquote, off plan, then you think, I want to use a word here other than the F word. So you think, sod it, and then just overeat. So, sod it. <laughs> so yeah, if you, if you're, thinking of this strict mindset that you're on plan and then the second you deviate off that for whatever reason which is inevitable because it's life you're only human if you're striving for that perfection you're just going to think then sod it I'm off it now and then just overeat so we want to aim for 80 20 so 80 percent of the time we are getting three good meals a day in high protein lots of fruit and veg leaving 20% wiggle room throughout the week for if you fancy a chocolate bar on a Tuesday night, absolutely fine. If you want to take away with your friends on a Saturday night, again, absolutely fine. And then gym-wise, 
can you aim to get one gym session in a week? There's no point going in full power, aiming for four or five, because if you set that goal, it is quite unrealistic. I'm not sure. I don't really know that many people who train four or five times a week. If you don't then hit that goal, you then think, well, what's the point? I've not hit it. And then just don't do anything. So aim for one session a week. Once you're able to do that, perfect. Can you increase that to two or three? And this leads nicely onto striving for progress, not perfection in everything that you do. So we're aiming for imperfect action. That's the goal. So one week you might get three workouts in. Perfect. The next, it might be a little bit of a busier week. You've got more on and you only reach one workout a week. That's absolutely fine. It's your average effort over time that matters. Some days you might hit 10,000 steps. The other day you might only get 3,000 steps. That's okay. That's life. And then finally, in my opinion, and in my opinion, I think this should be the opinion of everyone, a healthful diet and exercise is the best form of self-care. We shouldn't be using exercise as punishment. Exercise is a gift. It benefits your physical and mental health massively. And our bodies want to be moved. They're designed to be moved. You can't hate yourself or your body into change. So show yourself some gratitude and show your body some gratitude. Because when you think about it, without our bodies, we're nothing. Our bodies literally work all day, every day to keep us alive and healthy. You don't have to think about breathing. You don't have to think about your heart pumping. You don't have to think about your digestive system working. So let's show ourselves and our body a little bit of gratitude for doing that. And also show yourself some self-compassion for everything that you do. You deserve to be healthy and happy. So let's make sure that's the focus for this year. No people pleasing, no working till you're burnt out, no saying yes when you want to say no. Because when you fill your own cup first, you can pour into others, other areas. So friends, family, children, career, and be the best version of you and give more to those areas. 2024 the one where you become the best version of yourself. Okay, love you. Bye.